Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP, a premier accounting and finance executive recruiting firm. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and your all-around hiring guru. And you know it is my pleasure to think outside the box, bring you great guests every single week. And today is no different. I'm really, really excited. Number one, because I have an in studio guests, so we're not doing virtual. And number two, this person's kind of close to us, and I'll explain a little bit more here in a minute. So today on the show, I'd like to welcome Susan Bryant, principal of the MB Group, LLC, a certified public accounting firm offering auditing, accounting, and financial services. The MB Group was recently named as one of the best workplaces in 2022 by Inc. Magazine. Predominantly a female firm, their, term, their team of certified tax accountants have the experience and expertise to help your business grow. They are dedicated to your success and will work closely with you to achieve your goals. And with that, thank you for joining us today, Susan. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Casey. It's really a pleasure to be here. I, I know. It's like it's like you're a hidden gem. Like I feel oh. like Mike, our managing partner, has kind of been keeping us apart. Well, maybe he has. We'll I have know. to talk to him about that. Uh, we will, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I always like to start, and, and we were kind of having this conversation in the green room earlier, but I like to start the conversation with how we got connected. So how did we get connected? Yeah, so we got connected through Mike, but I believe that that happened uh, when there was an opportunity for a local television network to talk about about taxes. And so that sort of started this firestorm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mike mentioned that there was an opportunity to get involved with uh, Success North Dallas, yep. um, the Young Executives uh, program. And so we sponsored an event. And and so from there, I believe it's sort of just been a little bit of a, a, a pathway that we've just had to follow to get closer and closer. I think that is so true. And I love that, um, you know, one of the great things, so a lot of times, um, the TV show that you were on was Good Morning Texas, which is local to Dallas. Um, Jamie Gary's a legend in this area. Legend. For sure. You know, yes. and I, don't, I don't know if you know this, but she actually trained me to do the podcast. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. you were very fortunate. Yes. <laughs> when we were late, when I was getting ready to be on the show, watching her rehearse, it's mesmerizing. So much admiration and respect for these individuals who yeah. are every day getting up and being in front of millions of viewers. Man, yep. they've got nerves of steel. So kudos to them. I know. And they do their own makeup. I know. Do they pick out their own clothes too? I bet they always, do. I've always wondered that. I don't know. So <laughs> you'll appreciate this. I've decided to start a clothes calendar. Oh, that so I don't have idea. to guess anymore about, did I wear this the last week for the I, podcast? <laughs> Who saw me wearing this dress? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I feel your pain. Well, and I wanted to, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but I wanted to kind of bring this full circle. So yes, Mike Haynes, our managing uh, partner for VIP, um, introduced us originally because I was like, hey, who do you know who can do this? But your relationship with us goes a little bit deeper than that, which is why I feel like it's so appropriate for you to be on the podcast and for us to highlight you because 
you're actually our CPA firm. Yeah, we've worked with Mike and Jess and Eric personally and with VIP for, gosh, I'm trying to think about how many years it's been, 2016 maybe? Wow. Maybe, maybe about then. That's even pre-Casey. It's, it's been a long time. And so uh, we are just so thankful. They've been so devoted to us and us. We, we really try to be as equally as devoted to them, mm -hmm. trying to make sure that we really make this a reciprocal relationship in every possible way, helping them as much as they have helped us. I mean, it's just we, we really value them as clients mm -hmm. and we truly hope that they you know feel the same way about us. Well, I can tell you, I'm going to give you a little insider information, okay? I can tell you that any time we, because um, we've helped you find some people for your office as well. Oh, yeah. And I can tell you that any time the job order comes out, because the job order goes in and it goes out to the team, there is always a conversation that happens that like, you know, this is our CPA firm. Only the best of the best. Do, you know, you do not mess with this. You yeah. Know? Well, and the level of responsiveness really that yeah. surrounds it. So it's always lovely when you have that, the depth the breadth of knowledge of working with someone and truly understanding them mm -hmm. that and that they understand your needs that much that they'd rapidly respond make sure that you're taken care of in that way it's it's been much appreciated it's, it's been a, and a huge value added for our firm to find the right people at the right time so awesome. i think that is what makes networking and connections so beautiful because I am so it for me when I have a client that I'm working on an order for it is so much easier for me to help them if they engage with me if they give me a little bit about themselves then I mean I know I can go find the right person and not just the skill set but the right person yeah and I think that's what Mike does for you because you know he vets we go find these candidates for him and we send them to him but he vets them before they go to you. Yeah, that's the benefit of the relationship. Yeah. Really, of taking the time to get to know the other person, the other company, their values, their vision, what they're working on. I mean, all those types of things is really what it boils down to. So, and having that a little bit more, you know, clearly delineate, delineated for between each other and the understanding. Like, I really understand. I mean, I've been to the VIP offices a number of times. I mean, you even get that sense when you go into someone's office. Yes. What it is like to work there, to be there. You can feel the energy of the place when you arrive. And so it is, it's just that depth of knowledge, really, and understanding. You've obviously not been there since I moved in <laughs> because I have a mess. I've like overflowed into the other desk. And so, but the cool thing is, is I have like this library that people can check books out of if they oh, want to. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Because yeah. like I interview so many people that have written books. And yeah. so I get those books and I just keep them up at the office and they can come check them out. But yeah, my desk is a mess. Yeah, well, it's a paper. I mean, that's a problem, right? Yeah. So we're trying to eliminate that too. Scan I need to. Everything. Well, let's Scan talk about everything. that after. <laughs> no, I've got an idea for you. So let's oh, talk about that afterwards. Okay. okay. I love so, it. So, all right. So as the owner and principal of MB Group, tell me a little bit about the firm's history and how it came to be. Yeah. So as, as a CPA firm traditionally might be founded, it was, it's very, I don't know if I want to say just routine, mm -hmm. but a CPA CPA firm has always been very, I don't know, just normal. There's always like this way of doing things. Mm -hmm. like, and I guess that is tradition. I don't know what I want to call it. Well, at any rate, when the firm was started, it really was kind of like, we're going to go serve the market. We're going to do it exactly the way we have always done it, but we're just going to be separate and we'll do be our own company. And over the course of the last several years, we've been, we've just been involving, you know what I mean? You, you listen to your customers, what they want, what they need from you. And so... 
we've, we've kind of adapted to what our clients need and what they want. So we are now focused a lot more on accounting services, tax and tax planning. So we know that if we can keep every dollar mm-hmm. as much as we possibly can in that company and working for the business owner or in there hiring employees, contributing to marketing efforts, whatever it may be, the choices and the, the priorities of that business owner, we know that the ROI is much higher than yes. sending it to the IRS. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't even have to do the math on that. I don't even need a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a given. Yeah, so, no kidding. Yeah. So we, we kind of feel, we have felt that over the last several years, years and we've really answered it. Mm-hmm. We're really trying to adapt ourselves to what is the new generation of business owners? What are they wanting? What are they needing? It's something more and it's something different. Yeah. And so we want to be that different type of CPA. And I think that ultimately that's going to lead to a revolution in our industry. And so we want to carry that banner. I mean, we want to carry the flag. So I love that because I feel like at VIP, we are kind of revolutionizing recruiting because we're not doing things the way normally. I mean, we have a podcast. We're a disruptor already, right? Right, exactly. So I think this partnership between us and MB Group is perfect. I agree. We'll just disrupt together. Let's do it. All right, let's make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys were recently named um, in 2022 one of the best places to work by mm-hmm. uh, Inc. Magazine, right? Yes. So what do you think really separates you? How What elevated you to the top? That's a big win. Wow. We, I mean, it was almost like when you get the email, you just can't hardly believe it. You're like, is this real? You know, you right? know like, is this, is this, is this, is this a fishing Right. Email? I know. Is this spam or something? I mean, we, we really were sort of bowled over. I mean, we, we of course, had applied and submitted a lot of information. Yeah. And what we were interviewed uh, by one of the editors at Inc. Magazine. Um, and I really didn't think much about it other than that was sort of their, what they do in, in course. But as it turns out, they just really loved the innovation around some of the things that we were doing mm-hmm. with trying to make things better in our industry, specifically around timesheets, like ditching this old methodology, like free that ourselves. Is crazy. Yes, being unshackled almost by this thing that, I mean, I literally, if you go to our server, you could go back a decade mm-hmm. and see what I was working on back in like 2012, <laughs> you know, um, down to the quarter of an hour. That's crazy to me. You know what I mean? That we would track it's our like time. It's like lawyer speak. It is. Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. You know, sometimes I'll talk to attorneys about this. I mean, we work with a lot of attorneys. Yeah. And they're, they're fascinated by the subject. They're trying to, like, I can see them mentally trying to figure out in their mind, like, how can I make this work? Would this work in my business? I'm not sure if it would or not. But for us, it's been liberating. And I and I think that the recognition of Inc. was really them sort of saying, hey, we want to bring attention to this in the public accounting space. I mean, this is such a deep-rooted behavior yeah. in the professional services industry. How can we how can we leverage this to change it? Um, and then we do a few other things different at our firm. So we shut down our firm twice per year for one, for one week. Yeah. So twice. Twice. That's right. So July 4th week and then between Christmas and New Year's. Because we're tired, you know, we've yeah. been working really hard. We push, 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 push all year long. And so people think that sometimes, you know, CPAs, it's just, oh, it's, you're just busy during tax season. It's a year round practice mm. these days. So that was really uh, something different. We had now have unlimited PTO. I think we call it flexible PTO, but it's basically the same thing. So long yeah. as you get your work done, yeah, take your time off. So... I think that's such a great idea because I think, I mean, and, and you know, the past two years have really proved this out that 
People can work from anywhere. People can work from anywhere. We've had remote employees since I signed on uh, in 2000, gosh, 2006. Wow. So, I mean, I was the first remote employee. So I remember though, this was, this is funny because this was back in the day when you had the server in your office Yeah. and like the router would go out or something and we'd have to call somebody and say, that. can you push the button? I'm trying to log in. <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> so, things are a little bit more sophisticated now. Right. Everything is dual authentication and all that good stuff and a remote server backed up three places around the world. Right. You know? That is crazy. changed a lot. So I want to dig a little bit more into what you were talking about. So traditionally, um, CPAs, lawyers, and all them, they do have what you call billable hours, they do. right? Yes. So, and, and I know like, you know, a lot of these kids that are coming out of school and accounting, they go into the big four, and that's yeah. so important that they track those billable hours. Yeah. How have you seen that have an effect on the work-life balance for your people? Well, one of the things that, we, that happened was, you know, we had to find a different way to create accountability. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we kind of thought about in that is, what do we want to measure? What is the behavior that we're trying to incentivize okay. or to change? Because the billable hour didn't really do us any good. If it took you a long time, yes, there was a lot of money in what would be typically mm -hmm. referred to as the work in progress, the whip. Yep. But that didn't mean that I could bill it. It just meant we tracked it. So we've created more accountability by saying on the front end, we're going to say, here's what I think the effort is going to be. And how much do I think this is worth to the client? And we notify them in advance. So okay. we're really trying to eliminate this surprise bill on the back yeah. end and make it more transparent. So that's been great. There's challenges. This isn't like everybody overnight is going to be like, okay, sure, I got this. I mean, we've had to work through sort of the thought processes around, okay, we've had something come up. How do we put a price on it, right? What is what is the right methodology for that? And mm -hmm. so lots of internal discussions, but all very healthy because it's helping us to really determine what the actual value is of the services we're providing or rethink, is this the right way to do this? Or should we do it differently? Do we need to do this at all? Yeah. Should we outsource it to somebody who could do it better, faster, cheaper than us? So, I mean, there's things like that that, you know, it just makes us better. I love everything that you just said because really what you're saying is that you're nimble. That yeah. you're open to, you know, exploring other options, not necessarily doing it just because that's the way we've always done it. Right. Well, and for accountants, it's Sally. Same as last year. So, like, scrap yep. the Sally. Like, that's not a strategy. That is... Like, like nobody's even allowed to use that word. Oh. <laughs> it's the same as Times New Roman, not allowed. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that you are so not a traditional accountant when it comes to personality, when it comes, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, you typically see accountants being head down, very serious, very detail oriented. And while you may be all those things, you don't come across that way. Yeah, well, I think that's really because uh, when I went to college, I have a degree in marketing. What? So, I know. I'm the what? CPA with a degree of marketing. That is crazy talk. I mean, talk. it's almost like realtor with the red shoes, right, or something. And I need to, like, put that, like, everywhere on a billboard How or something. How did you do that? I was the crazy person who was, like, taking all the accounting classes and the marketing classes. And my mother was saying, Susan, why are you doing this? Like, it's expensive for you to be right? taking all these extra classes. I don't know. It's um, sort of like we heard Amberly Lago speak this morning. Yes, You have a vision, vision for yourself. And I had a vision for myself. Mm -hmm. I just knew what I was meant to do. So, you know, it's just something like that where yeah. you just can't be deterred from it. And so 
I did accounting for a long time. I've done tax preparation. I do tax planning. I've done accounting. You name auditing. I've done it all. Um, but now I'm sort of on a, maybe I'm looking through a different lens um, and offering the opportunity for my people and coaching them to perform those services. And then really now having an opportunity to engage more closely with the clients to lead them to those services. So I'm sorry, my mind is still blown about the marketing <laughs> degree and CPA because you had to take a lot of extra classes to have the hours to sit for the CPA. I did. I took a lot of extra classes. I was How many in, hours do you have? I... I, well, I met the requirements to sit for the CPA exam, so. Plus, yeah. so you have to have at least 150 hours. Yeah, 150 hours. Plus, you probably have way more than that with uh, the marketing. I don't know, probably, yeah, yeah. So, I did some extra classes at UTD after I graduated, and I was working at, at Bank One as an internal auditor. That's kind of where I started my career, which is kind of weird. A marketing person with accounting background, working as a bank auditor. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> I am learning so much today. I'm still just like, wow. You know what, though? The coolest thing about working for the bank at the time was, and I didn't even know anything about internal audit. I had no idea that this function even existed. I didn't even know it was an accountant. I didn't even know what an accountant was before I took my first accounting class. There was no clue. No one, you know, I came from a very small town in South Texas, and there was no, like, internship programs. I mean, yep. I mean, you worked at Sonic, or for me, I worked as a bank teller. That's how I sort of got into banking. But the greatest thing about working for the bank was all everything was process-driven. We had to document the processes. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was so amazing. I took my love for writing. I love to write. So writing, I know, so which is much. weird. It's a formula just like math. So, so I think it's why I like accounting. And we got to document all of the processes and write them all out and identify the risks and bring solutions to the table on how yeah. to, to change it. So to me, it was just one of the most pivotal um, experiences. I worked with some of the most amazing women. They were fundamental in just laying the groundwork for like, they just would push me forward. And so it's awesome to work for people who see in you something you don't see in yourself. Okay, so that brings up an interesting question. Um, would you describe them as mentors? Uh, at the time, I would say yes. Okay. So after I moved into public accounting, we sort of lost touch because, you know, that's just how things go. But in looking back, man, they were they were critical. I, I just, I often think back to the things that they said, the way that they prioritized their life. At the time, their mm -hmm. kids were little, right? So these women were working mothers you know, who were CPAs, who were working high, you know, high stress, super demanding jobs and pushing me forward. That's amazing. So important. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you can, to me, like looking back, totally different perspective, you know, as a mother myself and, you know, it's just, I, I just want, I hope I can be as impactful uh, mm. to someone else as they were to me. So amazing shout I, out shout out to the bank one <laughs> internal audit team <laughs> in 1999 <laughs> that is awesome because you know i mean that's a big part of what we do at success north dallas is you know we have our young executives and we have the mentorship program and yeah. we have because we want to oh, so many people don't realize how important that is yeah both as a mentor and a mentee yeah and i want to encourage people to really step out and give a little bit of yourself to these youth to help collapse that timeline for them to be yes. successful. So true. Even within your own organization, and and really because I'm sure on the recruiting side you see people who, if somebody would have just given them a just a nugget, oh, just yeah, they, how much it would have accelerated yes. them. 
So uh, yes, I believe in that 100%. Help like help a young person to succeed in I love some that. way. Push that, yeah. that could be a mic drop. That could be the end of this podcast. Help a young person to succeed. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Just do it. Do something nice, you know, like because somebody did something nice for you in yes. your career. A, a bunch of somebody's yes. gave you a chance, you know, and oh, believed so in good. you when you did not think that you were like, I, there's no way I can do that. And they're like, yeah, you can, you can do it. Yeah. You know? so. and, and you know what? You're so right. I'm just sitting here thinking about all the people that have poured into me over the years and continue to pour into me. And I couldn't do it without them, you no, know? No. And there's and there's different people for different areas of your life, and that's okay. Well, and there's even the bad managers you work for where you're like, I'm not going to be like that, right? And I'm <laughs> never going to work for you again. <laughs> yes, I've definitely got some of those. <laughs> but I don't ever want to be that person because right. of that. Right. It's an education. You're learning something from everything you do and every person. And so that's, I mean, we're all hoping to be at least leave a positive impact. Yes and a positive ripple into the world, right? But um, there are people who definitely change us because they were not positive or it was not the right, they were not the right fit. They challenged us and they challenged our values. And so we were like, no, that is not quite right. And I will not adopt that. Yes. I will be different. Absolutely, so. absolutely. So, you know, I know that you guys do more than just accounting and tax returns. So, you know, you're also a professional advisor. You assist your clients in achieving their personal and financial objectives. And I know you've been a trusted partner for us. What is the secret, in your opinion, to maintaining long-term relationships like that? Mm. Well, I think it's a couple things. Okay. I think the one thing is, is we as accountants have to be incredibly uh, adept at change. We have to be masters of change because all of these businesses are changing and changing and changing. And I think for the longest time, uh, CPAs, and I don't even know myself, like I didn't look at things that way. Mm -hmm. But we have to be adapting. They got a new software. Okay, let's learn it. Okay, they got a new person. Let's be like, let's welcome them. We need to be so good at change, masters of it. Mm. And I mean, that's probably not something you hear from a lot of CPAs. No, so, not at all. That's why I'm like, wow. So it's who funny. Are you? I believe that we have to be training ourselves for this. So even in our firm, I'm, I'm, I, if something's been the way it has always been for, I mean, if it's been a year, it's time to rethink it. Mm. We have to be constantly pushing ourselves because the clients, they're not going to wait for us to like catch up. They're just going to go find somebody who knows it and learns it. You know what I mean? So we got to be better than. We have to be better than that. So that's, I think, one thing. We have to be adept to change. The other thing is, is that we have to be really good at getting to know people, asking the right questions, getting a little bit past the, you know, okay, how are things in your business? Okay, well, let's look at the, you know, top line revenue. It looks like it's increased by 10%. That's great. I mean, we have to get kind of past that and get to some of the deeper questions of like, what are your hopes and dreams? Mm. What do you really want? What, you know, just sets your soul on fire, you know? So some of those things, and that becomes the ultimate driver of like, okay, well, I wanna grow my business now. This is, I, you know, I'm gonna pursue this other line of business. I'm gonna hire some people and expand. Whatever the, whatever the priority is, but we need to get a little bit past some of the numbers. The basics are important. Accounting is fundamental. Yes. I'm not discounting that at all. You have to do it. Tax returns the same, tax planning, all of it. But all of that is knowledge and information that should in turn be used to help change the financial outcome for that client. You know, and I love what you're saying, and I can apply that back to what we do at VIP, because one of the things that I love about being at VIP is that we are not encouraged to treat our candidates as a number. We are encouraged to treat them as people. Yeah. And that makes all the difference in the world when you don't have that pressure on you 
to pound out the calls, to pound out the interviews, to not take time to build those personal relationships. And when you do build those personal relationships, they come back to you. Yeah. I mean, these are their hopes and dreams too. Yeah. And you're, you've got their future in your hand. So it's very similar in a it way. It is you know? very similar. I love your philosophy. I just, I know that we're going to be really good friends after this. We are. <laughs> we have a lot of similar beliefs. Okay. So I have another question for you. So you were recently named one of Ignition's top 50 women in accounting for 2021. Wow. I know. Ah! It, it, you you have such huge success leading a woman-owned business, you know, mm. but surely you've chased some or faced some challenges along the way. Would you, would you mind sharing some of those? Oh yeah. I mean, well, first off, I don't golf. I don't, I don't drink whiskey. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that you're sort of excluded from when you don't do certain activities. I don't shoot guns. I don't hunt. I don't, I mean, I do like fishing, but I don't get invited to that. I'm going to have to talk to people about that. But, you know, I, th I think it is, there is a difference in sort of some of the extracurricular activities that are often used to generate business, right? And that sort of has been my, one of the roles that I've been really trying to fill. So I think that's one of those things. Okay. Um, and so there have been different ways. We sort of had to reinvent the game, if you will. So, so I think that's, and there's a little bit more proving of yourself. So you might have to earn things a little differently. Yep. You might not just be given something, but you have to earn it. But that makes it a little bit more special in the end. So this is like buying yourself jewelry. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little bit more meaningful when you buy it yourself. Right, right and you right. get to pick it out, and it's That's exactly right. what you want. That's right, yeah, exactly. And then I, it's the, my money that I earned, right? So there's sort of those things. So you get empowered in a way to, to handle that. Um, I think on the kind of the other side of it is is that um, sometimes there's an expectation that um, leadership will be uh, male, right? So mm -hmm. especially in my industry, and so there's sort of been this little like, who am I going to talk to? Like, well, I guess Me. the buck, I guess the buck stops with you. Like, I guess that's how it's going to work. And so sort of it is sort of having to diplomatically understand and navigate some of the. I don't want to say terminology, but some of the language that is used um, that so that you can manage the re the relationship if there's any conflict or any you know just disagreements yeah. of any kind. I think you probably know what I'm trying to say, which is just it's just sometimes it has to be handled a little bit differently, you know, because I'm just gonna be you know I don't want to be labeled. I don't, I want to make sure that, you know, my reputation is not something that people think that, you know, I'm, I'm difficult or whatever other name they want to put on it. Right. right. So I think just because you're a woman, right. Just because I'm a woman. Right. So there is a little bit more this careful navigation and some of those things. I love it. I, you know what, this has been an amazing conversation, not just about your relationship with VIP, your relationship as a CPA, but just. As a woman, I mean, you're an inspiration. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> For sure you are. For sure you are. So I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom today on the We Are VIP podcast. But now I have some VIP questions for okay. you. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should knock this out of the park. Okay. All right. Especially with your marketing and creativity, right? Okay. All right. Hit me. So if you were chosen to be one of the first colonists on Mars, what three things or people would you take with you? Mm. Well, I probably have to say my husband, right? You don't have to. <laughs> it's up to you. Um, 
But I wouldn't name another actor. Yeah. That doesn't go <laughs> right? well. Right? Like, you can't have... <laughs> uh, I, I would have to say water. That seems kind of practical, right? Like, because I'm not really sure there's water on Mars, so I had to take, okay. you know. So, like, I got I got maybe a handyman, and I got the water covered. So then I have to take somebody who knows something about food. So maybe, like, a nutritionist or herbalist or something mm-hmm. like that. So if I can ensure my future. Okay. Like, I like food. I mean. I like food, too. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you there. So if you're, what is one thing you do each morning to set your day up for success? Mm. Wow, that's a tough question. Um, I think it's get up early. I get up early and I make the bed. I love that you make the bed. Have you read the book, Make Your Bed? No, but I should. Yes. Because I do it already. Yes. So I'll be like a firm. So it's affirm. a Navy SEAL. He was a commander. I can't remember his name. It's William something. Um, but just Google Make Your Bed book. And he relates all the reasons why you should make your bed to Navy SEAL training. Okay. It's really good. Okay. okay. Really good. I will do that. And so it's a quick read. The other book that I really enjoyed, I think that was by former U.S. Navy SEALs, was Extreme Ownership. <gasps> Jocko Willick. Okay, yeah. That was given to me by Pamela Quaid with Texas Security Bank, and I like I, I need to write her a note. I mean, that changed my life. That book changed my life. You need to read the next one, Dichotomy of Leadership. Okay. I have. I started it, but yep. I haven't. Okay, so i got to keep going. Okay. okay. I'm going to have to tell you about something else when we get done with okay. it. Okay. Okay, because you like to read. Um, okay, my final question. If your life's work was being summarized in a news article, what would the headline be? Hmm. Never not trying. <gasps> I love that. My sister says that about me. Aww. <laughs> Never not trying. Yeah. That's so. awesome. That's a real, I like that. I may steal it. Okay. I have a shirt that says that. (gasps) I'm going to have to get the shirt too. (laughs) This has been amazing. I have so enjoyed you being on the show and just sharing with us all the good stuff. And thank you. How do people find you? Uh, Best place to find us is on the web, mbgcpa.com, or find me on LinkedIn, uh, Susan Bryant, CPA, CTC. That's beautiful. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I just have one more thing to say to you. You are a VIP. Awesome. Woohoo! Thank you so much. <laughs> and that's a wrap for today. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearevip.com. <laughs>